Slack Guy. Hello and welcome to the Slag Guy podcast with myself, Dave Elliott. Um, first and foremost, hopefully this podcast gets out there because um, there's a high chance, you know, I mightn't survive this horrific storm, Kara or Sierra, if you're American. I don't quite know uh, the pronunciation, I just know the spelling. But hey, it is not um, sounding too good out there. It might affect the quality of the sound of this podcast too because she is out there blowing like a rent boy working overtime. Um, I feel like the walls are coming down. I feel like the windows are coming in. I feel like there's a strong personal storm every other week now, you know, each storm rather than just being, oh, it's a bit windy out there, it's like, oh, that's Brenton, that's Kira, that's fucking LeBron, whatever, you know, it's just a lot of storms coming in, and you know it's a serious storm when they have to name it, you know, and, and at the minute, it doesn't feel too good, I'm batting into my house, um, you know, boarding the windows, trying to hide, just keep myself safe, wife and child, uh, who knows where they are, they're, they're not in my, um, my little camp, they're not in my uh, bunker, they're kind of just out fend for themselves, you know, listen, they're both females, it's 2020, you know, I'm not going to let gender stereotypes affect anything, you know, if they want to be out there looking out for themselves, I'm happy to support them, whereas I'm just here in my bunker being safe, you know, I'm not going to be out there putting my own life at risk, sort of patronising them, you know, mansplaining and just basically putting myself into the stereotype of a man should do this. Now, fuck that, I'm in my bunker. They can fend for themselves. They're smart, they're strong, they'll be grand. And maybe I'll see them out the other side of Storm Sierra slash Kira, or in Irish, Kirish. So, yeah, I just wanted to say, guys, first of all, thank you to everybody that's listened and spread the word of the Sly Guy podcast in the last week. It's been a fun first week. Um... People have been listening to it. I've had had the highest listening figures in a long, long time in this last week. People have been spreading the word. They've been enjoying the content. Now, am I going to come out and say that I felt last week's podcast was my greatest ever content? No, but hopefully going forward, the standard will be a certain level. Last week, I was chatting a lot about the shows and things that it did. And it was just an interesting chat about the rebrand, whereas now we're kind of, we're in, we're settling down, we're kind of putting our feet under the desk a little bit. And, you know, we're sort of settling in, but hopefully those um, listening figures will continue to rise. People will continue to spread the good word of the podcast and hopefully more people will listen to it. Um, I just want to first of all do a shout out to uh, the band, the Norfolk Pines, who were very kind I mentioned uh, my podcast in a, in a post on Instagram there, and they said just to check out these podcasts, and that it's some of the best new Irish podcasts out there. So they talked about the Hard Up podcast with uh, Owen Colgan and Tom O'Mahony, Tony Cantwell's Shit Show, um, the Deck Chair and Yums podcast, and then my own. So thanks very much for that. Um, and also, if you, you guys don't already, go on to, um, to the Norfolk Pines and give them a follow. You know, I think that's that's a nice thing to do. So, yeah, appreciate that, guys. But to anybody who has, you know, shared the podcast in their Instagram stories or retweeted or Facebook shared, whatever, it's hard to keep on top of all of that, see, especially when you are a technophobe old father man like myself. Yeah, I uh, appreciate all that help that goes out there because, again, at this stage, this podcast is just audio. Now, there may be some interesting news coming afoot in terms of space. I mean, not like Elon Musk or NASA, but in terms of a recording space for certainly 100% the Boytown podcast, but very possibly this podcast too. Uh, we're moving premises. Uh, Boytown Towers will be no more, and we will have a new Boytown Towers 2.0. Now, what was the catalyst for leaving Boytown Towers was basically we just needed to upsize a little bit and by upsize I mean I threw every single last toy that I owned um, both children's play toy and sex toy out of my cot to complain about the fact that I stood in human shit. Now since the day that I stood in shit 
outside that studio. I've just not felt comfortable going back. I've got PTSD. You know, you wouldn't expect a soldier to have to go back to Baghdad if they'd witnessed some, like, a roadside bomb go off. You wouldn't expect them to have to go back with their fragile state of mind to see something so horrific like that. You wouldn't send them back to that exact area. Same way you shouldn't send me back to the, the area where I ate human shit. You know, it's not really fair. So we found a new space, which is much more suitable, and it's also much more uh, open to bring people to. In terms of getting to our previous space, you kind of had to go down this alleyway where where, you, where people shit. <laughs> go down this alleyway where people shit. Round the corner would look like a fly tip and dump zone, um, up a very dark set of steps and into this back door. And if you're bringing someone there, for sure there'll be a period of time where whoever it is you bring to the studio will be thinking in their head, hmm, maybe I'm going to get murdered here. And even myself, when I first went there, when Shane was like, oh, I've got this space, I thought, I'm going to get murdered. There'll be guys waiting here to hit me with hammers and staplers. I, d- I mean, I don't, I've never done a, a proper beating or murder before, so I don't really know what people use, I assume, you know, hammers are a go-to kind of weapon, but staplers, they, that'd be a sly weapon of choice, you know, because it'd be very stinky. Ah, you wouldn't, you wouldn't, you'd just be like, ah, what the fucking, ow, ah, and then, then you get clunked with a hammer, it would be, maybe if any murderers are out there, give that a go, report back to me, let me know how it goes. So again, we're, we're trying to just aim to improve the podcasts, whether that be through Boytown, or my own Sly Guy podcast, but I just want to say yes, thanks to everyone who has rated and reviewed the podcast too. We got a we got a couple uh, of new reviews this week, which was really lovely on the Apple uh, on the Apple podcasts. Um, I'll just get into them now. Obviously, being uh, being myself, I'm I'm ill prepared as per usual, um, and because I'm in the bunker, of course, it's harder to gain access to Leontianet. So let me just. Go through, yeah, I got a, a, a nice review from Giles Strutt and from Luke Gorman. Very kind. Giles said, Big Davy Boy really brings joy to my day. Every time I tune into the podcast, the commute to work on a Monday morning was a lot easier with Dave's words of wisdom playing aloud. Now, I'm only reading this one on the podcast because I want to actually say that people find my words to be full of wisdom because I've got a wife and she would quite honestly dispute that um, now that I work closer to home the podcast is equally as sexy playing through the house as I wind down in the evenings keep up the good work my friend and hope to see you soon uh, fellow Bangorian Giles the guy who I did just see flying by me um, in the castle grounds very north down to be uh, walking in castle grounds to have a gentleman fly past you on a bike now first and foremost fair play to him for being on a restricted private area on a bicycle, not for being on the roads. You know, fair play to him. He's putting pedestrians at risk. I'm all about that. I'd rather, you know, put women, children, men, kids get hit by bicycles than I have to wait behind a bicycle um, on my way to get a coffee or something. Do you know what I mean? I, I much prefer that big respect. And Luke Gorman has said... Since I never reviewed the podcast, while it was a weird podcast, best thing to do is review it now. It's the Sly Guy podcast. Now, I feel like you've only done that because you've been inspired by the rebrand, and I appreciate that. Brilliant podcast. Big Davey brings the laughs, real talk, and general chat to the start of your week on a Monday morning. Been nearly moved to tears of laughter with some of the bits he has done. I like why he's nearly been moved to tears. hasn't quite cried, but there's been he's been close to it. So if you're a new listener, you'd be like, this is kind of a shit start. I don't know. Guys, bear with me. You know, I'm kind of like, I'm like a soft dick. <laughs> you know, I start off, it's there. It's kind of just there being, you know, you're like, oh, it's not impressive. But then you get a bit more into it. You start stroking it. It starts, oh, well, it's starting to come alive here, you know. And then by the end, you're really into it. You're stroking away. And the next thing you know, your face is covered in creme fresh. Put it like that to any new listeners. Um, if you like the laugh and who doesn't, you'll enjoy Dave's podcast weird or sly well it's not going to be weird anymore because it's ditched but yeah so thanks again for that if you guys have enjoyed the podcast get on rate and review it i appreciate it and i'll read them in the podcast because it's a wee bit more content you know what i mean it helps that side of things too and also helps get the word out there and <clears throat> that's whole point of the rebrand was to just you know put more word out let people see again an old phrase that i've used many times on podcasts it's to show people what i'm all about 
So we'll do that. I'm actually having a meeting on Monday to discuss some um, merchandise options. Uh, so hopefully we'll have something on the go soon enough. And once I figure that out again, I'm a technophobe, so I need to work out what's the best way of getting goods to you guys. So from a supplier to you guys with most efficiency. So again, with Boytown, we have like a, a strange setup. We have a store on Facebook. No one really goes on Facebook, so whatever. The store, <clears throat> with this like bank account thing set up. So whenever you put an order in, it goes to the bank account, the bank account pays for that order, then it goes out and then the money goes back. It's it's too confusing. Snake Rap Ben deals with that because I don't have a producer in this podcast yet because, I mean, listen, I may be a technophobe, but I can fuck some stuff together. You know what I mean? I can put it together and make it sound sweet. And that's what we're doing. So we're uh, maybe hopefully one day going to have a producer because it'd be nicer for sound and everything else. But for now, I'm just trying to make... You know, I'm a jack of all trades, a master of none. I'm kind of like Dick Van Dyke and Mary Poppins. I've got that drum, I've got that horn, I've got that guitar. I don't know what else is he a double pedal? Who knows? But I'm trying to do it all myself, and hopefully we're getting on the right track. I know a lot of people have been enjoying the podcast, and hopefully you'll wear the merch. We'll spread the word. We'll get the logo out there, and again, hopefully that'll convert the bottoms going to seats to see me do stand up. Because ultimately, that is the end game. You know, and yeah, I've been working on lots of stuff this week. I've, uh, you'll probably hear my voice going, oh, Davey, sounds a wee bit sick. Yeah, I'm a bit under the weather. I feel like um, coming to the end of my tour, I had a gig of Pug Uglies on the Thursday, then I had my Oma show on the Friday, then I had the Limelight show on the Saturday. And, like, I sort of, I find I'm very much, a, I'm, a f- I'm a complete, like, ultimate theatre guy. Like, in terms of, I can do things. Like, if I have a book diary, I'm like, all right, I'm, I'm flying all this through. But then as soon as my body realises, you're done, it just goes right. Time for the bear to go to hibernation mode for a few hours here. And I've probably, I've been known to go to bed at 7 o'clock at night and sleep right through till 9 the next day. So sometimes that happens. And also, I'm, I'm feeling a little bit wheezy. Hold on a second, I do not like this. Let me go and get my inhaler here, because listen... It sounds terrible, I would hate to listen to that. There we are, inhaler sucked, cough had, lungs cleared, feel much better now. Um, yeah, so basically what happens, I always find that whenever I have a lot on, I can do it, I can deliver it, I can make the magic happen. But then what happens is I end up just getting completely and utterly knackered. Like completely 10 out of 10 bust. And that's kind of what's happened um, with me... And I just have got a wee bit of a cold, bit of sniffles, you know. But again, rather than being like, right, the show's done, that's it, game, set, match, time to relax. It's like, right, business time. We've got the one show out of the way. Need to start doing new material. Need to get more irons in the fire. Need to get more work lined up. Need to be acting a bit more. I've got um, a short film coming up this next week where I'm filming for four days, which is is nice. I'm looking forward to doing that because, again, I'm trying to get my, my finger into more pies because ultimately the end goal is to be supplying for my family full time through doing stuff I enjoy, you know, and people are probably going, fuck, well, that's not life, mate. I know, it isn't. But at the end of the day, I sort of feel like in many respects, you only get one crack at it. So you may as well do something you actually enjoy doing. Now, is the day job a terrible job? No, I do quite enjoy it. That's why I'm quite happy at the minute. I'm closer to home. It's fun. The people in the office are super. But ultimately, I would like to be writing stuff to put online or to put on into short films or to make sitcoms or doing stand-up. That's the, the goal, you know, that's the goal. So I just got to work myself into the ground to try and make as much of that happen as possible. And also, you know, I'm very aware that uh, Holly is starting to grow up. She's coming three this year. So there, there's maybe time to start thinking flip maybe we should consider a wee mate for you know a wee little brother or sister so i'm thinking fuck if that comes along these hands are going to be full brother only has two hands if he's two kids he's fucked so i need to just be trying to make as much you know hay while the sun shines basically 
So rather than just chill out after the show, I bump started busting my balls. I've got that short film coming up. I've written uh, a little taster for something that I've got cast. I've got dates sorted to film that at the end of the month, and I feel like it's going to be really great. So I'm excited about that too. So yeah, it's it's a buzzing time, and I feel like for my listeners, I want to be like, you know, guys. It, I feel like whenever we're working as one as a movement, it's it's great. You know, we're motivating each other. Now on a side note. Because we're total disclosure here and we're all friends, we're poppies, we're bros. I've been a bit lax in terms of my diet and training this week. Has that partly been down to the fact that um, I've been a wee bit under the weather? Yes, but also a lot of it's got to do with the fact that I think I've got a bit of... I, I must have ha- I must have some kind of problem with eating. You know, I'm, I'm a glutton, basically. You know, I can diet for a while, it's grand. But then again, you fall into old habits. So I've kind of decided right i'm gonna just get this week out of the way my diet now to be totally honest cards on 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 the chest here uh, i haven't been terrible like i've not been you wouldn't look at me and go fuck he's eating terrible all the time no i've had a couple of blips but i'm putting that right going for a big shop here on sunday and flipping get all the veg back in and start pumping weights the good thing is um I've got a bit of free time this week to get to the gym, so I'll be able to do that, and I'll be able to get pumped up and back into the swing of things again. I'm back to losing weight. Now, before you start thinking, I haven't put any on, which is good, but I haven't taken any off. I've just remained static. And I mean, that's not what it's all about. If you remain static for too long, you start to, you know, become very lax, and then that's when the bad habits get and start affecting. That's when the weight starts going up. So you need to keep moving, keep yourself fresh, keep powering on to things. Do you know what I mean? Keep on to the next one and just kind of keep the head up and speaking of which um philip schofield has just come out as a gay man which is i mean for a start i just want to say i don't know why it's as big a news as possible as it has been you know people are like you know what first and foremost it's the fella's life his private life you know i don't feel like today you should you know have to be like oh i'm you know do what you want you know what i mean be gay be straight whatever, you know, it's no biggie, the only thing I will say, as it's the Sly Guy podcast, is I think it was a bit sly, a scoff to wait until he'd done his big statement, everyone was really supportive of him, then he's come out a couple of days later with a follow-up statement being like, I knew he was gay when I got married, you know, you're kind of going, oh man, (laughs) yeah, yeah, I get that, but also, hey, don't say it, your wife's probably going to be kind of sad about that. She'll be like, oh no, I married this guy and he doesn't even fancy me, you know? And now, on that front, I do want to say the amount of people coming at me going, oh, you'll be next. I mean, I, I don't feel like I will, you know? People are like, oh, now Schofield's done it and that's the floodgates open, big announcement. I'm like, guys, why does everyone think I'm gay? Stop it. You know, and like I've said to many people before, listen, I am a gay man in terms of everything gay apart from being sexually attracted to dudes. Do you know, I enjoy a lot of camp electro pop. You know, I like the Pet Shop Boys. I'm very fond of Erasure. I enjoyed the London Boys in the day. I like a bit of musicals. You know, I like to sing. I like to dance. I'm a very flamboyant guy. I must admit it. You know, but in terms of sexiness I mean I'm drawn towards women you know and and I know that even when I got married I wasn't like fuck's sake wish she had a big old dick on her like fuck you know I've been like when I got married I was like right okay don't eat too much food because you need that bam bam later on you know what I'm saying and and another thing speaking of that probably a bit personal here not done anal you know so I mean that would kind of be something you think if you were a gay man, you'd probably be, you know, if you're with a woman, you'd be like, I'll give this a rattle here first and see, see how it goes, you know, it would be on the list, but, I mean, I just think it's, it's, it's a bit, you know, it's, a, whenever I heard the news, I went, oh, well, I mean, which in itself, pretty calm, oh, goodness, let's go, hmm, you fucking dark horse, you didn't expect that, but I went, all right, that's a bit, Strange, you know, only because your brain goes, is he not fully been married forever with two kids and all? You know, but I guess that's something that you know, as a society, we need to be like, listen, you know, let's try and get to a place whereby people are accepted 
for what they are now within reason. You know, if you're a gay person, that's grand. I'm all for that. But if you start being like, listen, you know, I am very much into beating up animals. You know, I don't want people to be going, no, you know what, that's who he is. If that's who he is, I support that. You know, I don't want people to be like, look. And now, on that front, I'm not saying, like, in being gay people uh, to murder animals. No, I can understand there may be people going, oh, my God, I can't be. Listen, I'm just saying, what if people have a sexuality? Support them for that. Let them be who they are. But don't be following that up with other things. You know why people are now saying that, like, if you can choose what gender you are, you can choose this, or you can know what you identify as, people start being, hey, I'm attracted to kids. And you go, ah, oh, man, different, you know, bit different. I think we should support people their sexuality as long as it's not deviant, like raping and child molestation, you know. That's what I'm saying. I don't know how I'm going on this topic, but, yeah, I just think that in this day and age, what I'm trying to say is in this day and age, Someone shouldn't have to hide being a gay person for 27 years before they feel it's appropriate to, to come out, you know. And also, if you don't feel comfortable doing it, you don't have to, you know. It's your own personal private life. And I think fair play to Schofield for doing it. But also, I do feel sorry for his wife. Because, I mean, I'm sure that's definitely a tough pill to swallow. You know, you're probably like, but did we not like like snog and all? And he's like, I know, but sorry. You'd feel a wee bit shitting yourself. So hopefully, you know, the two of them figure it out. He goes out and finds a partner that he's happy with. And hopefully she does as well. You know, it'd be nice end of the story. But, yeah, interesting news. Not a lot else really going on in the world, apart from the Republic uh, election, where Sinn Féin are doing really well. Hey, all I'm going to say is, guys, they're not doing so hot up here. So, I mean, if you're going to compare, yeah, I mean, all I'm going to say is I wouldn't recommend. You know, the likelihood is what will happen is DUP will say that. They'll get annoyed. They'll be like, we're running in the south. Then they'll get elected and then the DUP and Sinn Féin will just fuck everyone, you know. They'll just fuck everything. They'll fuck it all up. But, you know, it's an interesting election to see. It's a big change at times and, you know, I just... Again, one thing I will say that I find very, very fucking strange is when people win elections or lose elections and people are in the streets, like, with their cars, hanging out their windows, yeah! Like, what the... Who loves politics that much? Do you know who's running out their window going, fucking Jim Alster, yeah! You know what I mean? It's not like he's Glenn Torrin. Like, if you can understand, if they're like... They won the county Andrew Shield and they don't get out much and they'll be like, Fuck, I'm gonna cleanse. But if Jim Alster gets voted in in fucking North Antrim or some shit, you're not gonna go, Oh, Alster, that baldy bastard, you. You know what I mean? Very strange. People aren't flying around there, you go, Oh, fucking Martin Anderson, you. And if you are, definitely detain those people because they do have a wee, a bit, as your granny would say, a little bit of a want in them. You know, those are the kind of guys you wanna go, Why are you doing that? Do you know elections happening? People are in the streets. Ooh, you know, I find that very strange. You know, very strange. Like, again, maybe I'm a basic, simple person, and if you sort like again, I'm going to say I'm going to hedge my bets here and say I don't think massive politics fans are tuning into this podcast. I can't see big politics fans. People that like tune into the View. People that like listen to the Sunday morning question time and stuff, they're not listening and going, what's this guy saying about politics? But hey, all I want is to make sure that I can buy things so I can afford stuff, I can feed my family, and I can have a roof over my head. You know, that does me. You know, as long as people, and if people are going to go to me here, listen, you have to give away less of your money to get more stuff, I'll go, then I'll vote for you. You know, but some of the policies people are talking about, you're going, man, you're a loser. You know, no one cares about this kind of stuff. And we demand to have a flag up. Who cares? <laughs> you know? And I, like, imagine going home going, what's wrong with you? They're fucking refusing to fly a flag on 14th of fucking May. And you're like, why does that matter? Fucking doesn't it? You'd be up all the time. You're going, ah, really? You know? It's not more important to, to know you've got a, a, a chicken in the fridge, the bum in the oven, the feed you. You know what I mean? It's like, oh, fucking... It is fucking not. See that fuck. I fucking see a street I live in. Oh, I'm fucking so annoying. And they're like, why is it so annoying? Because it's called fucking Sunny Street. I'm like, oh, what's wrong with that? It should be fucking called Straight Sunnish. You fucking 
bastard. You know, but why are you complaining about that in English? And you're like, because I didn't fucking watch all those movies and read those books to live in Sunny Street. I wanted to live in fucking Sunny Street. Shred Shonesh. I want Shred Sonesh sort of fucking one. And you'd be like, mate, seriously, if that's really annoying you that much, I don't think things are all that bad. Do you know what I mean? At the end of the day, you can put butter on your toast, you can put milk in your tea, you can put your feet up and you can watch Cory. You know what I mean? That's the bread and butter of the day, quite literally. You know, that's what you want. Yeah, clothe your kids, that's it. But see people flip and complain, I ah, fucking I need that flag up. I need that fucking straight sun. I need that. You know, you're, you're going to people, man, your priorities are wrong. You know, it's whenever people are literally unable to pay their rent or able to send their kids to school. That's when you want to be going, ah, maybe there needs to be a change. But um, if people are forbidding you to walk past a certain set of shops on a certain day, mean, you know, go around it. Or drive a car, you know, that's an alternative. You don't have to march, you know, you just you know, do your own thing. We digressed. Basically... Long story short, where we end up with that. Fair fucks to you, Phil Schofield. You're a good lad. You're a great presenter. You know, don't know how we ended up talking about the fucking election down there, but we're we're there. But anyway, on a side note, guys, the Slag Guy podcast is brought to you in association with Modest Beer. Modest are a little independent brewery crafting small batch beers for discerning drinkers, brewed and canned. In the land of champions, Hollywood with one L, County Down. Now, as I said, to celebrate this sweet collaboration, um, we had a competition. I tried to pitch for a trip to the Maldives. They were like, nah, once again, modest by name, modest by nature, we're going to send you a six-pack of beer. I said to people, listen, follow Modest Beer on Instagram or Twitter or Facebook at simply Modest Beer. Or go to www.modestbeer.co.uk to find out where it's stocked anyway. But you go on their social media, you message them, you say to them, Here, Modest is sly. And you get thrown into a draw. And the draw has happened. And you'd be delighted to know that we have a winner of the six-pack of Modest Beer. And that winner is... Kev McShane. There you have it. Kev McShane, thank you for following Modest Beer. Thank you for messaging them. Thank you for listening to the podcast. And there'll be a six-pack of Modest Beer coming your way. All you need to do, my friend, is message them and be like, here, thanks for the comp- thanks for the, the win. Listen to the competition and the podcast, and there you go. And they'll send you that out. Get your details over to Modest Beer. And anyone else that hasn't followed them, get on board. You know my feelings on craft beer. I'm not a wild mad fan, but these beers are very sexy, very tasty, and they're very local, you know, a bit of a League of Gentlemen reference there, but for sure, follow Modest Beer, and thanks to Modest Beer for supporting the Sly Guy podcast. Um, I feel like we've been chatting for a while, half an hour, guys, what about it? Let's just fire in the listeners' questions, shall we, and get some uh, some things going. You know, obviously next week we're keeping on moving on the podcast here, we might have some new news as well of an additional sponsor. Whoa, Davey, you're losing your mind in this new year, and I'm going to say, guys, I am. I've lost a run on myself. People are looking to sponsor the podcast. People are looking to get merch. What's happening? We're cruising up a, up a gear. We're up in the fourth now. And hey, you're going to say that my gearbox is five gears. Nish, nish. Kimi Salve, we have six. And then once we get the sixth gear, we're done. All right. Um, Lewis Collins has said, Hi, Dave. I've become a victim like yourself. Well, maybe this is worse. I came home to see my dog shit all over his bed and carried it into the kitchen. Very advanced animal, clearly. Yeah, I mean, I assume what you mean by that is he's walked into a shed. I don't think he's just dropped a shit and just lifted it and been like, I'll tell you what, this shit would look better in the uh, in the kitchen. Um, it was like goose poo and smelled like death. Thankfully, I didn't give it a taste test and uh, had to wipe his arse off with a wipe because it was covered in shit. My two brothers were also on shit cleaning duties, dressed in their school uniforms with towels around their heads. Now, I mean, I don't know what your religious background is there. I don't know whether that's part of that or whether your brothers maybe just have long hair 
and are just out of the shower. Again, I don't know whether they go to school or just wear school uniforms. I mean, it's not up to me to judge, but that's an interesting scenario. Um, and he said, yeah, he doesn't understand this, why the tiles are on their heads. Maybe the guys are thinking that shit might fling up and hit them. Like, if it's a dog shit, there could be fleas in that. The fleas could be jumping into your hair, and you don't want that. You know, you'd have to cut all your hair off. And, I mean, listen, hair doesn't last forever. I know that firsthand, so... Maybe it's innovative shit-cleaning techniques from them, but fair play. Um, I just want to tell you that you're not alone. Many people have encountered a bit of shit. And, I mean, it's not even a question from Lewis. It's just a, st- a straight-up story. Cheers to that, Lewis. Um, it definitely makes me feel better that other people have encountered a bit of shit. I don't know whether you're being very deep there, whether it's like, you know, it, people have encountered a bit of shit, both metaphorically speaking or figuratively speaking. Either way, it's not sweet to have shit in your life. Do you know what I mean? So hopefully for anyone out there that's going through the metaphorical shit, you know, let's get it sorted, guys. But if you're in actual shit, yeah, you're you're just in shit. Ash Lois has said, loving the rebrand. And then, I mean, giving this little, like, A-OK hand gesture, which, again, I feel like in, in 2020, it's losing its honest, uh, light-hearted meaning. And now people are saying, no, nah, it means white power. I'm going, nah, it doesn't mean that's sweet. You know what I mean? Like, I mean, I've never once gone to someone and put me like being a restaurant i've got a nice carbonara down and the guy comes back in about five minutes and goes your food nice and i've never gone white power i've gone oh i mean it's delicious fucking delicious you know um but thank you very much for that i'm glad you enjoy the rebrand hopefully you'll uh enjoy the merch range that's going to drop out john joe flood has said papa bear this newfound organization and early podcast reco- recording is scaring me you're a new man question for you Considering you're the sly guy, are there any bits you think are too sly to do on stage other than the obvious ones? I mean, I'm going to say to you this, my fr- my friend, um, I think that uh, you can talk about absolutely anything on stage, providing it's crafted the correct way and coming from the right place intended for the right people. Now, that's a bit of a convoluted way to say, you know, you need to make it a good bit. You know, you can't just go out and go, I fucking hate these sort of people because of this fucking reason, things like that, because that's just hate, you know. Whereas if you want to actually talk about something or say something that maybe people find difficult to discuss, you know, as long as it's tied into a good bit, again, with your yourself, I find, being the butt of the joke. You know, if I'm up, like, for example, I, I would tie a lot of my material into me being the protagonist and the mug-off comes from me, you know, and to me, and that's... I think fair to do whereas if you're going up and you're just saying like I've heard some in brackets and inverted commas comedians saying some stuff that I even I've gone nah too far like maybe they've been dealing with a heckler or something and you're actually not you're not responding you're just being hateful you know I find if you're coming from a place of looking laughs good if you're coming from a place of trying to hurt people bad Helen has said, is the Sly Guy a brand ambassador for the National Trust too? Any National Trust sites you've visited you'd like to go to? The Tenement House in Glasgow is worth a visit, as is the Scottish National Mining Museum. You can see how real-life pits work. Very interesting. Also, any more tours planned? First and foremost, I don't know if I've announced this in the podcast, but I think I have, but the National Trust and I are no longer friends. Again, I put out a, a little silly story about being a brand ambassador for the National Trust. Again, getting people interested, getting young folk interested in the National Trust. But they were like, nah, you're not an official brand ambassador. Stop doing the posts. But also continue to tag us and things. So they were like, yeah, don't call yourself a brand ambassador because people might think you're a brand ambassador. But I mean, I don't think people are dumb, but they were like, oh, you know, but also do keep tagging us and stuff because we can, you know, not going to happen like that National Trust. Either you want me or you don't, you know. Now, am I going to continue to go there because I'm the bigger person? Am I going to keep visiting National Trust properties because I'm the bigger person? Yes. Now, is it because I'm the bigger person or because I just got renewed membership for Christmas? You can decide that yourself, but I'll still go there. You know why? I like nature. You know I'm the nature boy, you know I'm the king of the mountain, you know I like walking, you know I like stretching, you know I like flexibility. You know I bought a pair of trail trainers to go out walking in the National Trust with. So I mean, if I let the fact that I have my very juicy bottom smacked by the National Trust affect that, you're wrong my friend. 
So um, in terms of tours, do I have any more planned? Not immediately. Um, I've only just started writing a new set again, which isn't too daunting. I enjoy it. It's a process I like. I like writing new bits. I get excited. Like, you know, a kid that's painted a picture and it goes to their parents and be like, look, mommy and daddy, look what I've done. And you look at it and go, well, that's just this effectively a glorified stick man. It's shite. You know, you go, all right, okay, it's brilliant. Well done, yay. That's how I feel like stand-up. Like that kid, I just want to show whatever it is. Now, sometimes I've painted, you know, like an Edvard Munch classic. Sometimes I've painted a beautiful masterpiece. Other times just a stick man with no face you know sometimes you need to work out those materials you need to turn the shit material you need to turn the stick man material into a fully you need to fatten it out you need to put you know layers onto it and make it a good bit so in the meantime no i'm not not any new tours planned but i'm definitely going to be working on my bits and hopefully get a new show together i mean probably next year to be totally honest potentially later on this year maybe maybe earlier than that depends how the bits come together and how prolific i am with writing but for the meantime um no mark wiley said hey my muscular friend please discuss the biggest issue that um john cooney isn't being picked ahead of johnny sexton um, well, i'm gonna say first of all i mean i'm not a mad rugby fan to be totally honest i used to enjoy the six nations a lot more then i kind of started going off rugby because I felt that um, a friend of mine wasn't getting picked enough for Ireland, and then I just threw a hump. So um, I kind of went off it a bit, but now I'm kind of just like, you know, I watch the Six Nations when I can, but I feel like to really enjoy the Six Nations, you need to be in a pub on the pints. Now, John Cooney is, has been playing great for Ulster this year, no doubt about it. He's been an exceptional player. Um, but I think you mean Johnny Sexton, even though... It's Conor Murray would be in his position, but don't worry about it. I think Conor Murray play, has played well. I think he's been a good Ireland player. Johnny Sexton also is a superb player. So if you meant Johnny Sexton, you wrote John Cooney twice and assumed Johnny Sexton or Conor Murray. But listen, I'm going to say John Cooney should be there or thereabouts. Keeps playing the way he is, he'll get in. And he's a great player. I'll be Ulsterman. Um, Violin Mick has said, how are you getting on with Game of Thrones? Well, my friend, not very well. Um, I had a, a real blast of it over the last few nights, and a couple of times it's ended being very traumatic for me. Um, I really like that very calm guy who just kind of has sex with everyone, and um, it's like some sort of. He looks like a Turkish guy, and he's one of the princes, and he comes to like King's Landing to try and get revenge on the Lannisters and stuff, and ends up being the champion for Tyrion when he ends up in a bit of bit of bother. And he ends up fighting the mountain, and the mountain just sticks his thumbs in his eyes and crushes his head. Hated that. I was like, I like this guy. I like what he's about. I like that he lives a bohemian lifestyle. I like that he doesn't care who he has sex with, men, women, whatever. He does it. He enjoys it. He likes to live a, a good life. He's my kind of king. If I was a king, I'd live a chilled out life like him. Then he was just about to kill the mountain, and the mountain crushes his face. Then I didn't like when John Snow got into a fight. Um, with all the people at the wall and then some just wee kid just shot at the, his, his girlfriend through the heart and killed her and then it was all sad. Didn't like that either. So I'm finding it a wee bit traumatic. It's bringing me into a dark place, Mick. But <clears throat> it's a fascinating show, very enjoyable as well. So yeah, I am getting getting through that. But again, finding time for it, not an easy, not an easy thing to do. Uh, Craig Walker, hola, sly guy. Um, you wake up tomorrow morning and your bank account is absolutely bursting full of the Great British Pound. Not that it is not already. Oh, well. um, what are you doing first? A bespoke holiday, a sweet upgrade to the Red Panda enclosure, Belfast Zoo. What's Papa Bear going to do? Now, the straight up boring answer is extend my house. <laughs> That's straight up it. You know, whenever uh, I left my, my old house, whenever we decided, listen, we're going to get married. We're going to have children. We need a bigger gaff. We moved house. Now, whenever the child came along, I had this beautiful office, my little man cave, with loads of pictures up in the wall of, like, gigs and stuff. A beautiful place. My own Narnia, if you will, in my house. And then the baby came, and I was like, for sure the baby will be going into her dressing room. Like, who needs a dressing room? You can get dressed in the bedroom. Baby came, the office went. You know? So I've kind of been like, right, I always want an office space back. Now that I've got my own gaff, I'm like, yeah, I want also a gym area in here so I can just pump up and be swole and fit. So I'd like to extend, add another bedroom onto the house, probably another bathroom, 
get the garage, maybe halved, made a bit of a, a studio gym space and an office. Not a lot, really, you know. <laughs> well, there's a lot, but that's what I would spend my money on if I got that. Because I, I love the house, but I would like the, it to be a little tad bigger. You know, we're going through at the minute getting it insulated, which is nice because I noticed in this cold, terrible weather, it's getting a wee bit chilly. And then I got someone out there looking, they're like, ah, it's because there's zero insulation in this house at all. And I went, all right, okay, that's sweet. That's uh, good Good to know that any time I've hit a radiator's on, it's just basically evaporating into the night sky. So we're getting the place full of beads. And I, I know you're probably thinking, your house is already full of beads. Yeah, but that's my wardrobe. I want my walls full of beads too, and then loft insulation as well. So, I mean, that's the boring stuff. Now, I mean, if I complete what I would probably do if I had, I had that much money, um, hmm. I'd maybe get get my tongue split like a lizard, you know? Just fucking lose around myself a bit. I'd definitely buy one of those um, strings. They look like briefcases, but they have one wheel on it. And, like, you always see Japanese guys just scooting about on them. They're kind of like, are they segways? But are the you know, you don't know what they are, but they're just, no, they just are like briefcases with a wheel on it. And you see futuristic Japanese guys going around. You're like, you didn't even know there were Japanese guys where you see them, but then they just go past with their futuristic technology. So I'll probably invest in that. Definitely get a pair of uh, AirPods because I think they look dope. Um, and invest in a better quality podcast in terms of sound get the backdrop for it get the video all set up pay a producer whatever that's probably what i'd do you know but again i i often joke and say to people i'm like a monk you know since i've had the baby all i do i sacrifice everything i just wear black t-shirts jeans i'm a simple man a man of little um demand and i don't really spend a lot of myself like a nice jacket i'll be honest i do but don't spend a lot of myself and i feel like if i had all that money I'd probably spoil myself i wouldn't get a hair transplant because i'm not too you know, worried about that, but maybe what I would do would be like buy an array of uh, various wigs, you know, go for that route instead rather than the invasive hair transplant. Nilo has said, if you were a pro wrestler, what would your finishing move be? I'd go for a Bret Hart submission style move. Um, if it was me, I got, what I would do, I would, I would give them like, I don't know, a bear hug, like a big tight bear hug, shake them about a bit, drop them down where they're disorientated. And just run into the ropes and like spear them from behind, you know, because I'll be sorting it back. You wouldn't see it coming. Probably give you a whiplash, need CT scans, whatever. But I get the one, two, three after that. So that'd be my move. I call it the bear points, and people would be like, well, that's a devastating name. Chris Henning, I said, Hola, Dave. Haven't got around to listening to the first episode of the Sly Guy podcast yet as I'm still in denial. Oh, lucky Niall. Haha, <laughs> great joke. But the grieving process affects us all differently. Anyhow. In the spirit of welcoming the podcast to its new home, what are you discussing about the topic of how pointless housewarming parties are? Well, I mean, I'm going to say I find housewarming parties to be fine. You know, it's a good excuse if you're the house house owner to get some booze, to get that fridge tax built up. You know, it's a good reason to do that. It's also a reason for your more nosy friends to come around and just say, oh, let me see, I wouldn't actually have seen that change room if I hadn't had a housewarming because I can't just actually get myself into the scenario where I can go, excuse me, you wouldn't mind if I just went and looked into your spare bedroom there, would you? No? Okay. A bit weird, all right, won't. So, I mean, that's the only time you get the grand tour. So, I mean, I do find housewarming parties a bit of a bit naff, but see now, as an older guy, you use any excuse you can to get away from the children, you know, get, get you and the missus out for the night, leave your kids, you know what, sort of way. So, I do quite like them, but again, I understand they're, they're pointless. Now, what I would say is more pointless than housewarming party would be like engagement parties. You know, you're getting married. That's the party itself. Don't have an engagement party. You know, that's just my thought. Also, another thing I find a bit weird, engagement photos. You know, but, but just, just be engaged. You know, I mean... Don't offend anyone, may just be engaged. Don't get engagement photos. I think you are Prince Charles. I don't know if he got them or not, but you know, he needs to show it. I think you're a Kardashian. You're not. You're just you. Like, you know, be less up yourself, guys. Come on. Um, Johnny Maxwell said, Is the word fruit offensive or is it still acceptable as the ultimate put down? Love the Lion Light Show, by the way. I mean, it's back to that old thing. Words, you know, I, 
and words are all I have to take your heart away, as the BG say, you know. But I feel like it's only a word. I mean, I've never used the, f- the word fruit to describe a homosexual person. I mean, I've only ever used it in terms of someone as being a wee fruit, you know, not for doing something gay, but that's just something. Again, I probably used the word fruit as an insult before I even knew what gay was, you know, so I can get why it's offensive to some people, but at the same time, too, it's 2020. People have also forgot the old fable, sticks and stones may break my bones, but words will never hurt me. You know, people are too wanting to be offended by something. See, if you're going to say to someone in a really, like, hateful manner, yeah, have a problem with it. Have I have more a problem with tone and delivery than I do with words. Do you know what I mean? And that's what I think we're losing track of a bit now. In terms of stand-up, sometimes you say a word and people automatically go, they don't like the bit, without actually allowing you to explain the bit and deliver it, right? So, I mean, I think if you use the word fruit with your mates or whatever, I have no problem with that. If you're using it derogatory, derogatorily towards people, I have an issue, you know what I mean? I would, and I would stick up with people if they're getting abused or if people are feeling set, you know, upset by something, out of a problem. But then also sometimes people get too upset about silly things. So you need to, the same way as you go to someone here, knock out in the head. At the same time, you need to go, man, are you serious? Like, you're a full-grown dude being offended by a word, really, you know? I think there's a bit of that going on. Um, Dan Murphy said, what is your Grammy song of the year since your podcast intro won it and the song is brutal? Oh, wow. I mean, listen, there is some influence certainly taken from Billy Irish's Bad Guy song for my intro tune, no doubt about it. But at the same extent, totally different. <clears throat> Can't say that was true face. But in terms of the song of the year, to be totally honest, this has been the first, like 2019 was the first year where I went, right, I'm detached, I'm old, I listen to what I listen to and I like what I like. And I listen to just old classic music, you know, it's mainly been the thing, and rock music, and I like, see, rap and all, like, I'm a hip-hop fan, but I don't like all this, oh, my name is Drake, oh, shut the fuck up, rap like, hey, I wanna go down to the shops today, I wanna get motherfucking paid, that's right, let's buy groceries, and you can come around, have dinner with me, you know, that kind of stuff, I like that, I don't like all this flipping, Oh, yeah. I'm a mumble, mumble guy. I'm gonna mumble by papa. I'm gonna mumble in my eye. Fuck that. You know, and Billy Ash is, is like, she's a good singer. You know, the girl's a good singer, but see, when she don't say this, I just don't say that. You know, fuck. Just be like, hey, yeah. I like, I like someone saying, yay, yay, yeah. More of that. So in that being said, the song I enjoyed, new song most this year, was probably Heart Explodes by The Darkness. Until my heart explodes. Don't know the lyrics, but love the tune. It's great. And another song that I hated this year was that woman. That is that how you sing? No, what you be? She be singing a ballet. Dance for me, dance for me, dance for me, baby. I don't give a shit that Phillips Goldfields get here. That's what I want to hear. You know, I don't want to hear. I'm doing Don't you don't fucking sing like that. You're putting that on. That's like me going in to sing a song like I know. A song like um, Suspicious Minds by Elvis. Me going, bum, 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 bum. I'm a good in the trapper. I can talk out because I love you so much, baby. Because that's not my singing voice. I'm just putting that on. I'm a good in the trapper. I can talk out because I love you so much, baby. You know, people be like, Dave, that's not your singing voice. I'd be like, what it is? Yeah, it is. Right, give me another song. Okay, um, sing Hit Me Baby One More Time by Britney. Not a problem. <clears throat> the baby, baby. I was supposed to know uh, that something wasn't right here. Um, do you need me to hit that line again? Um, hit me, baby, one more time. Uh. You'd be like, nah. Dave, that's not your voice. Yeah, it is. It's how I sing. You know? You're a beautiful. Uh, you're a beautiful. It's true. I saw your face uh, in a crowded place. Uh, man, I don't know what to do. Never be a bit sure. And you'd be like, nah, you put that on. Nope. Just how I sing, you know? 
Little Miss Muffet sat on a toffet, eating a carrot and a whey. Nah, Dave, you're fit, oh, and I'd be eventually have to do a, a big, like, posting on, be like, hey, sorry, I was putting that voice on. My actual singing voice is fucking so much sweeter, you know? Little Miss Muffet sat on a toffet, eating the curds and whey. Oh man, lost a run myself there, quite clearly. Uh, Stevie Rogers, I said, loved the Morfire Crew reference in this week's Boy Town. Um, was it this your favourite song of the Channel U era? Also, you follow the Dench guys, uh, Bizzle's Beef with Dappy a few years ago. Um, was Lethal B the clear winner in your eyes? Um, leave it? Yeah, Lethal, B- Lethal Bizzle um, is, is the winner over Dappy because, I mean, Dappy is probably not a legit grime guy. You know, I'm going to say. Dappy's now if it was big dicks we're talking about Dappy wins because Dappy's the biggest dick I've ever seen but in terms of the beef yeah gotta go to Lethal Bizzle you know and if you want to see what was my song of that era I'm going to say it was what they call it by Wiley you know what they call it urban what you'd call it garage yeah I love that shit that was great um, but yeah, Channel U was a good era. Like like that that last bit I was talking about music being shit. Now yeah, back in those days, you know, it was far better. Like even so solo crew were great. They don't know about my crew. They don't know what I do. That was great. I enjoyed that kind of music. And oxide neutrino in the E to U. T to R to A N with an O. Zone a bit a bit of bag of fun. I'm the MC Neutrino. Yeah, whatever. Comedian, actor, writer, MC. You know, the snake is skunk, smell, tote to the shell, shovel the base, smell with a face, coffee with a kettle with a pit a bit of push, a bit of coffee with a kettle with a pit a bit of push, but yeah. Talent. Um, Shane McMahon said, Hi Dave, hope I'm not too late. I mean, I don't know what you're late for, you could be late for plenty of things, but in terms of podcast questions, my friend, you're not. Not sure if it's been asked or suggested, but with the rebranding of the podcast, would you consider a rebrand of an old segment, the Champions League of Weird, to become the Champions League of Sly? I mean, I find that could be funny. Like, if you just pick the slyest guys. Yeah, I mean, put it like this. I will do the Champions League of Sly, but I'll do it over on the Patreon. So just additional content for people to enjoy over there. But yeah, definitely a good idea. And again, open to more segments because it's a new podcast. If you have ideas of what you want to hear, come at me. And we'll make it We'll make it so. I think Star Trek Wars or whatever. Luke Gorman. Um... Hi Dave, I hope I'm not too late. Once again, like my man Shane, you're not too late. Um, I'm not sure it's been asked or suggested, but with the rebranding of the podcast, have I just fully copied the exact same question? Oh no, twice. Sorry about that, Look, I'm going to have to go in now to um, the question zone where you asked it. Because again, I try to be organised. I try to stick stuff in that, you know, I don't have to be hooking through. Oh, so embarrassing. Um. No, look, said Bon dia, Dave. Hope you're well. Wondering what podcasts and music you're listening to at the minute. Looking to listen to new stuff. Let me see. What am I listening to at the minute? <clears throat> podcasts I listen to at the minute. The King and the Sting. Very much enjoyable. Theo Vaughan and Brendan Schaub do that. Um, also listening to Bill Burr's Monday Morning Podcast, which I enjoy. The Church of What's Happening Now by Joey Diaz. Tiger Belly and the Fighter and the Kid. And Two Bears, One Cave are probably the ones that I listen to at the moment. I also really enjoy if you want something other than comedy and you're into your fitness. I like to listen to Joe DeFranco's Industrial Strength Show where he just talks about different types of training and whatnot. Enjoy it. Also like Talk is Jericho by Wrestler and originator of A Little Bit of the Bubbly, Chris Jericho. So I'd advise checking that out as well. Danny Cunningham said, Well, Sly Dave, how's things? Wanted to get your take on shops doing quirky banter versions of food, e.g. the Marks and Spencer's Love Sausage or the Asda Beef Flaps. Made that second one up. Tesco's fishy tacos. I mean, they're trying to be sexual. They should just, you know, not be at the innuendo. You know, I think saying, oh, they've got a love sausage ring. They should just call it Marks and Spencer's sex cock. Just be like, listen, this is a big fucking sausage cock for you to eat with your partner. Or don't put it in the oven. Use it cold and fucking dock yourselves with it. You know, get get it up your ass and into her ass and bingo. But just go with the vulgar names like Love Island. You know, that's another one. They shouldn't call it Love Island because it's not really about love. They should call it Fuck Village where people just go into this village and fuck because that's all it's about. Because, I mean, realistically, 
you go out there for four weeks or whatever, you sort of be like, oh, I love this person. Then you actually are out of the microcosm of just being in at a elongated sleepover and then you have to go to the shops and then you get to go to restaurants and you get to go to pubs and you have to realise oh my god this person actually orders hummus uh dumped you know it's 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 strange so I mean I just think people need to be less you know less pussy about stuff and just be out and open if you're going to make a wee innuendo just fucking call it there you go it's called the bell end Sunday it's just a Sunday of ice cream shaped like a cock's bell end or you know maybe just have um, a fanny cache, you know, just go for it straight in, um, and a twat, a twat smitch, which is like a sandwich just shaped like a twat, you know, go for that. Um, instead, Phil McSee said, "Evening, you sly motherfucker." Really like a new logo or any plans for sly guy merch in the works? A sweet orange tea like this, perhaps? I know I'd be keen to purchase. Hey, straight off the bat, yes, my friend, we're going to be talking about that tomorrow. Hopefully have some uh, wheels in motion for the next next podcast and I'll keep you abreast. And yes, there will definitely be an orange one available, so watch this space. Neely Baps, you're at the Bukhara in Bangor Main Street. The wind scared me there, bad thing. Um, what is the Sly Guys go-to order? We're talking starter and main. Choice of Nan, wash down with the ice-cold pint of Cobra. Well, bingo on the Cobra, that's a good start. I mean, I'm not mad on Indian food just because I'm not mad on spice. So I feel like I'm not really doing myself any favours. You know, I would love to be able to eat all the spice, but I'm a sweat guy. I put any spice into me at all. I sweat. Like I once went to a place in Dublin, a very nice Indian restaurant called Pickle. I had butter chicken and I sweated and the woman had to come over and give me yoghurt. That's embarrassing. But that's what we're talking about. So, I mean, we'll probably go for some kind of pakora or a mixed starter. You know, we'll maybe share a platter with somebody, split that up for a starter. And then for the main, it's just got to be butter chicken. I just can't get enough of that. It's so tasty. You know, I love the butter chicken. Now, I will go for a peshwari naan. That's a little bit out there. But, you know, it's what I like. I stick to what I like. And the last question of the day, it's been a long podcast. I feel like we've done a good job here today. Normally it's about 40 minutes and we're just about to touch an hour, guys. This is what you get. Free content. Enjoy. Um, Nathan Concilia has said, Hey, Sly Mofo. There's a few finer things than cooking up a lovely dinner at night. Radio 2 in the background. Cold new as al brown in the counter. Or so I like to think anyway. But as I age... What's something that you really enjoy now that you didn't think you would in earlier life? Honestly, honestly, the number one thing is a good sleep. I was younger, I just want to be up playing PlayStation from 6 in the morning till whatever time at night. You know, I'd stay up and watch like the Red Shoe Diaries and watch Italian Stripping Housewives and Bravo. You know, I loved it. Whereas now, all I would love to do is just chill out, get a sleep, a nice cuppa and an early night. You know, whenever I finished my show last week, rather than going out in the piss hard, hard, I decided, you know, went to Tesco's, bought myself a new pair of slippers so I could really focus on relaxing. And that's what I enjoy now that I'm old, chilling out, rather than in days gone by getting absolutely blitzed, going to the clubs, which I loved at the time. You know, I think there's a time and a place for all that. Now I just would like dinner and a drink, not even a load of drinks like last week. I went out with uh, a load of my schoolmates to the Morning Star because they had a steak night with wings, ni- wings, Wednesdays and steak night. So I had wings for my starter, a steak for my main course and I had a shandy and I went home. You know, it was a great night. Had all good banter with the boys. Nice catching up with them all and then just drove home in the house by nine o'clock. Got to see, got to see my wife, got to enjoy her company in an early night in bed. You know, that's kind of embarrassing to say out loud but that's me and that's who I am and I enjoy it. I like being at home, if I'm not gigging or or doing that, I like to be at home spend time with my family because I like them. Again, it's not funny to joke about, but I do. You know, I do like to spend time with them. So, yeah, that's it. And guys, thanks again. You have been superb with your questions this week. That's what I want in terms of um, doing the podcast. I want that kind of level of engagement from people because then it just gets longer. And I mean, let's be honest, we always like things to be a little bit longer, you know. And again, thanks to everybody that shared the podcast in your Instagram stories. Thanks to everybody that's mentioned it or subscribed or shared on Twitter or Facebook. Thank you to all that. Again, I'm trying to build something here. I'm trying to 
make this be a go-to Monday morning staple that people have to have. I want them to listen to it. I want you to enjoy it. I want you to spread the word. If you haven't already, please subscribe on SoundCloud or Spotify if you listen, or Apple Podcasts. If you're on Apple Podcasts, please rate and review the podcast. Once again, thanks to our sponsor, Modest Beer. Um, If you want to check out where supplies Modest Beer, um, get yourselves over to their website which is www.believeitornotmodestbeer.co.uk or follow them on Facebook, Instagram or Twitter at Modest Beer. Guys, until next week, keep it sly.